evening and welcome back to our weekly question and answer series for Anash.org. Last week we spoke regarding the, the recording of the Rebbe saying Atwaraisu on Yontav. So we received a couple of uh, people mentioned us that the famous story which the Rebbe said Yud Shvat, I think it was Tovshin Yidalov, it's printed in Lakitasih, it's Chelik Beis, Omad 506, it's over there. The Rebbe said a story that the Friedrich Rebbe wanted very much to hear the Rebbe Nishmusay and the Rebbe Rashab um, davening, how he's davening. Bavoide, Shabbos in the morning. So there was an intercom from the Rebbe Rashab's room till the Friedrich Rebbe's room. Which you, the Friedrich Rebbe, the Rebbe Shab used to call the Friedrich Rebbe when he could come in through that intercom. Now, the Friedrich Rebbe, it was like a receiver of a phone receiver, and the Friedrich Rebbe took a, like a match, a piece of wood, and put it below the receiver in order that the, Friedrich, the, the Rebbe Rashab will daven. Shabbos in the morning, the Friedrich Rebbe could listen in how the Friedrich Rebbe davens. So, some person asked the Rebbe, maybe we could take out of this a some kind of heter of using a microphone on Shabbos or a tape recorder on Shabbos. And the Rebbe gives him three reasons why he could not use it. But first of all, they asked the question was that we see that basically the Friedrich Rebbe did do such a thing and made some kind of... Uh, Situation that he should be able to to listen in to the free to the Rebbe Rashab through the phone or uh, we don't know exactly how that kind of intercoms used to work but at least we see some kind of things and there wasn't a problem. So that was people ask Rabbi Shapiro the Rav of Chabad in Miami Rabbi Shapiro also mentioned to me this. Uh, story but on the other hand he also told me that there was a famous story once once somebody put in a record a tape recorder underneath the table of the Rebbe in order to record the the Febrengans on Shabbos and when the Rebbe uh, heard about it he gave out a very harsh and sharp answer something to this effect that means they found some kind of of way how to being me machshul me means the rebbe with a sufik iserskila. So over here we see the rebbe was vividly against somebody should record him, and in that letter, so to speak, we see we see some kind of hater. So let me just explain that what the Rebbe wrote there and what that is not contradiction and making making this clear once and for all. As I mentioned last week that there's a Basitzchog, the Chivas Basitzchog, which holds that a person which talks in into a tape recorder or to any recorder device is a Iser the rise of Ksiva. So Pashtas, when the Rebbe gave out that settle, that 
the people wanted to be marshal me on Sufik Yisrael, the Rebbe went according to the Basitzchok that Ksiva recording is a Sufik Akapunam according to some points. So therefore, the Rebbe was very sharp against it. So that's that's why anything which has to do with recording is a Sufik Yisrael. And that's why the Rebbe answered for that person who asked Rabbi Weberman, who asked the Rebbe, if the Friedrich Rebbe did that on Shabbos, maybe we could learn to have, to use a tape recorder on Shabbos. So the Rebbe said, no, there is a difference. Because when anything which has to do with the recording, which has to do with the Ksiva, that is already a Sufik Isidaraisa. At least, according to the Besitzchak in some Poiskim. Other poiskim say it's not Isid Raisa, it's Ramun. But you're going in already to Machloikas, which some poiskim say there is a problem of Isid Raisa. But in the case of the Friedrich Rebbe, which over there, first of all, we don't know exactly how the intercom worked. So it could be some kind of pipe or whatever, you know, from one side to the other side. But in any case, it wasn't a recorder. Even if it was, if it was a telephone like we had, it wasn't a recorder. So nothing went written down, it wasn't recorded. It is only that the Friedrich Rebbe made a situation that if the Friedrich Rebbe, if the Rebbe Rashab would stand right next to the phone, then he might listen in. And if the Friedrich Rebbe would not stand, if the, if the Rebbe Rashab would not stand right next to the phone, the Friedrich Rebbe would not listen. So that's why the Rebbe writes over there that three, three things. First of all, the person that means the Rebbe Rashab did not know about it. Number two, not only he didn't know about it, it was not Nichelai, not only it was not Nichelai, it was Hepech it was against his will. So therefore he did not do any Iser. And third, that after all, it's not a Psikraish Bechlal. Because if the, free, the Rebbe Rashab would not stand in Daven right next to the receiver, the Friedrich Rebbe would not hear. So basically, there wouldn't have been any um, any chashash bechalal in such a situation because it's a it's a drabona. electric the rebbe holds is a drabona, like most boys can and over here it's a sufuk a sufuk um, um, so therefore in that case the rebbe explained it's not a problem but after all we cannot take any kind of heter of using even a microphone on Shabbos. Because a microphone is the person which talks in, knows what he's doing. So automatically going into Iser, which by the case of the Rebbe Rashab, nobody knew. That means the, free, the, the, free, the, the Rebbe Rashab did not know. And second of all, in a microphone, you don't have the second header, because forget, you're doing it in order to make people should learn. And third of all, it's not, it's Ipsikraisha. Because when you talk into the microphone, automatically everybody will listen. Which in the case of the Friedrich Rebbe, we had all these three things. It was the person who spoke did not know about it, and it was against his will, and there was no psikraisha. So that's basically the Nikida of, of why the Rebbe, when it came to recording, he said it's because he holds like the Basitzchak. And when it comes to electric, in a Sufic electric, he mentioned that it is not a problem. But in our case, Ibafrat today with, 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 with the development of electric and other things,
for sure there's no hatter that you should call somebody else and on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Okay, now we'll go to other questions which came in, follow-ups on last week. Um, if a person, if an American person is in the Nazis role, can an Israeli person record the American person saying Kiddush on Yom Tov Shaini? That was a question, because in Nazis role, Yom Tov Shaini, it's already a weekday. And you have an Israeli boy, American boy, which is in, in, in Nazis role, and he, and he keeps, if he keeps two, two days Yom Tov, so could an Israel boy record that person. Now again, if the person does not know that he's recording, so there's no, there shouldn't be a problem because he does not make do any iser, he doesn't know anything about it. So he could speak, there's no problem, he should speak saying Kiddush because for his, on his part, he doesn't know. Like I mentioned last week, that the Rashba says that a person does a thing which is normal to do. So even though it comes out some kind of a problem of iser, it's not his problem. And in the guy who records him, he's also doing no iser because for him it's weekdays. After all, indirect, you're making that the guy, the American person, which is in in role and he keeps on shiny, he should talk him into the recorder. He should write, so to speak. So avad is not like itchila, but it is different than the case which we spoke last week that. The person is Israeli, and although he doesn't keep Yontav Shiny, he still is also to make a Malach Yontav Shiny even Betzina. Um, another follow up question is um, regarding the question which we had of a person, uh, the, a lady which is sending Shabbos Licht lighting the candles, and she reminded herself that. She didn't have mincha. So last week we spoke that she could make it nigh. So somebody asked right in, can you make it nigh, not to be Makabal Shabbos, also because you want to eat after after lichtzin, after lighting the candles. That means a person lights the candles, a lady lights the candles, and she realizes that she's hungry, and her husband will come home two hours after this man. Could she make it nigh that she's not Makabal Shabbos, or automatically that she'll be able to eat? And the answer to this is no, she cannot make it nigh, because as we mentioned last week, you could only make it nigh L'Tzorich Mitzvah. So a person forgot to dav mincha, that's L'Tzorich Mitzvah. So therefore, she can make it nigh and not be Mechabal Shabbos, dav mincha, right after it's Mechabal Shabbos. But the eating after Lichtzinnen is not a Tzorich Shabbos. And, and if she's starving, she has a very simple uh, solution. She should make Kiddush. She could right away after Lichtzinnen, if it's at, since it's after Plagi Mincha, she, she's Makabal Shabbos, and she can make Kiddush and eat. So there's no hatter that she should make a Kabbalah, a Tanai, not to be Makabal Shabbos, in order she will be able to eat after lighting the candles. Um, okay, next question. Are my daughters permitted to make a Malacha after my wife sins lights the Shabbos candles? That means my daughters do not yet light candles and the mother lights candles. Are they permitted to make a malacha after the mother lit the candles? And the answer is yes. They are permitted to light, to do a malacha because only the person who lights the candles is Makabal Shabbos. All the rest of the family are not Makabal Shabbos. Even the daughters, if they don't light the candles. So they can make a malacha also after lighting Shabbos candles, 
versteht sich nicht chas v'sholem after the shkia till the shkia. But they could make a malocha. Now there are some places which it's a minik that when the mother tins lech lights the candles, all the doors are makabel automatically shabbos. If you have such a minik, then she could, they cannot make a minik because that's the minik. But if you don't have such a minik, strictly halacha wise, only the lady which is makabel shabbos lights the candles. She's makabel shabbos, and the children are not mechiyev to be makabel shabbos, and they could do a malocha. Question: If you make flower-shaped ice cubes on weekdays, can you put them in drinks on Shabbos and Yonter? And the answer is, there's no problem. Even though it's a shape and it's going to melt, you could put it in ice cubes in your soda, in your uh, water, whatever it should be. Even though it's going to melt and the shape is going to disappear, there's no problem halachically. Question. Are you allowed to decorate cupcakes with cream sprinkles on Yom Tov? The answer is yes. You could decorate a cake if you bake a cake on Yom Tov, which you are, Yom Tov you are permitted to bake and cook. You could decorate it, but you cannot write letters and make pictures. That means if you want to decorate it, put on chocolate on top of it and then sprinkles on top of it, that's permitted. But if you want to decorate it writing letters or pictures, this is not permitted. Question. Can you please explain the Shabbos belt? Why it's not considered carrying if there is no use for it? The answer is a Shabbos belt makes use of the key. A Shabbos belt is that when you have a belt and you make that you cannot close the belt only through the key. That means if you take a key and you stuck it on on top of the belt and it doesn't do anything on it, then you're right. You cannot carry it on Shabbos. Only if you you're mavatel it over there. But that's if if you don't be, are not mechabled permanently, then you have a problem. But the Shabbos belt it's made in a way that you're putting in the key such a way that he's the connector. For instance, the belt which has uh, the pin, you take out the pin, and the key goes into the hole. Or by the other belts, there's a hook which the, the, the key goes into that hook. That means the key is part of the belt in order to close it. It is not just to hung up on top of it, it should sit there and you should be able to use it. So that's why it's not permitted uh, considered carrying because that's part of your belt. It's part of your baguette because it, it, it can't. It, uh, um, how do you say it? Uh, it, it, it helps you wear, close the the bag. It helps you use the belt. Without that, the belt wouldn't have closed. So that's why it's not a problem. Now the question goes further. Can I take a key from a keychain and add it to a ready-made Shabbos belt on Shabbos? Now, it depends how it's done. There's a lot of ways how to do it. And could be, once if you dismantle on Yom Tov or Shabbos, you're going to take out the piece of metal which closes the belt. And so now, basically, the belt is not, you cannot use it. And then you're going to put in a key on Shabbos and Yom Tov, It goes into the problem of Tikamuna or maybe of Kshira. So um, that could be a problem. 
So making it on Shabbos and Yom Tov, since you have to dismantle the old way how it was, or even not dismantle it, even if it was dismantled already before Shabbos, you have to put it in now, putting it together now, that now it's going to become a belt which you could use, so it might be a problem, and you shouldn't do it on Shabbos. Question. Can a father take a daughter to the men's section of the shul at the age of six or nine? The answer is like this. If the daughter is dressed tzniyazdik, that means she's covered all the places which she's covered, because as we mentioned already by one of the previous shiram, a girl after, which is above three years old, all the halachas of covering their body is, you, you have to cover from three and up, like the Rebbe writes in Shulchan Anachim. So if she is covered properly and nothing, there's no problem of a place which is uncovered and there will be a problem of erva for a man to say uh, davening or say a bracha, she could stay in shul about till six, seven. You could bring it to shul, not above that. Now, there are some poiskim which say even uh, that even above three, you shouldn't bring girls into shul. But the rabbi writes in Shulchan Manachem, that till she is not chinach, she has the feelings of being of chinach to uh, not to go into a menshul, which is about six, seven years old, she could go into the, she, she could go into a menshul. So although there are some poiskin which are more machmar, but since the Rebbe writes she could go till about six, seven years old, ein achra melech klim, our poiskin is the Rebbe, and if the Rebbe lets to go till six, seven, that's fine, but above that age, she cannot go into Shia. Question. May I eat Jack and Jill cookies that, 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 that has the name of the company engraved on it on Shabbos? Okay, this is a little bit a complicated question, and let's explain it. The Alter Rebbe writes in Shechanurach Simashimem and Elche Shabbos, Siv Dalet, that we know you cannot um, there's an issue of writing and erasing. So the Alter Rebbe, the issue of erasing is only if you're erasing in order to write afterwards. That's Menatoira. But if you erase not to write something, Menatoira is not a problem, but Medivrai Sofram is also. You cannot, it's not permitted. So the Alter Rebbe says like this, Therefore, Use Lishber Uga you're not permitted to eat a cupcake, a cake, any food which has letters on top of it. Although your kavana, you have in mind only to eat the cake, but after all, when you are eating it, you are breaking the letters. So that's the Indian of erasing. So a kaponam, you are over of of erasing a letter. And then the Alter Rebbe writes again in Shem Mem Gimel, that a person is permitted to give a cupcake which has letters on top of it for a child, although the child is going to eat the cake and is going to break the letters and it's going to be a problem of Bechika, but since the child takes it for himself and he eats it and he only, his kavone is 
for his enjoyment, so we are not machir to not allow him to take it, and therefore he can eat it. So over here, both places in the Shabbos, the Altarebbe writes about a cake which has on top of it letters. A letter on top of it, and the Altarebbe writes, you cannot eat it. What's doing about letters which is engraved in the cake? The Altarebbe doesn't talk about it. Because we have three kinds of letters, three kinds of cakes. There's a cake which is basically like um, alphabet cookies. That means the cookie itself is like an A, a B, an olive, a base. Then you have cookies, which is a regular cookie, but has the Jack and Jill cookies, which has engraved the name of the company in the cake. Then the third is you have on top of it, like uh, cakes by a simcha, you have the words Maltam on top of it. Now, when it comes to words on top of the cake, the Altarebbe writes clear in Hilcha Shabbos that you cannot eat it. But it doesn't talk about eating a cookie which is engraved a letter. Eating a cookie which is made in the shape of a olive abais, all the poets can say it's mitter. But eating uh, um, uh, a cookie which is engraved the letters, we have a machloikas. Now in Hilcha Shabbat al Rebbe doesn't talk only about letters which is on top of a cake. It doesn't talk which is engraved in the cake. And Bapashtas, according to the al Rebbe in Hilcha Shabbos, there is no problem to eat a cake which has engraved a letter. It's only a problem which has on top of him a letter. But when it comes to Hilcha Spice, Hilchas over there the al Rebbe writes, also there used to be a minute that used to make simonim, some kind of um, uh, letters, in the matzah. We should know this one wasn't the first matzah, this one is coin, this one is lively, this one is Israel. So Al-Tarebbe says don't do it because then you have a problem to eat on Yontav because it has a letter inside in the matzah has some kind engraved a letter. So in Hilchus Al-Tarebbe is more machmer to, to eat even a, a cookie which has engraved the letter. But when you look in the Maramakoimas, which Al-Tarebbe Rised over there, he, he, he refers to a Chakyankov, and the Chakyankov refers it to a Chivas Ramu. And you look in Chivas Ramu, he writes clearly that he's speaking about letters on top of a cookie. So could be the Altareba also means in Pesach, which is a problem, letters on top of the cookie. But it's not 100% clear, it's not that, that glut to say this Pshat. Although the Altarebbe refers to the Chokyankiv, the Chokyankiv to the Ramu, and the Ramu writes, it, he's talking about letters on top. But when you read the Altarebbe inside, it's mashma a little bit. He has a problem also with cookies, which is engraved in the cookie. Now, now we have a situation, and Chashav's Altarebbe is Michael to eat um, cookies, which is engraved. And in Hilchas Shabbos, in Hilchas Paisa, the Altarebbe is Machmer. Now we have to know which one was first written. Let's, if Hashabbos is written first, so although the Altarebbe is Michael and Hashabbos, in Hashpaisach he was Choyzer. If Hashpaisach was written beforehand, and he was Machmar there, so Hashabbos was written afterwards, and he's Michael. So we have a Machloikas between Rabboni Chabad, which one was written first? If Hashabbos, which one was written last? If Hashpaisach was written last, so therefore, cookies which is engraved, letters inside will be meter. Or Hechaz Pesach is written afterwards, and the Altarebbe is Machmar, even letters which is engraved in the cookie. So, what do we do? Since it is only a Isid Rabbonon, because it's Mechika 
שלויה מנס ליכטויף, איזה אונלי איסי דרבונה, ואיסי דרבונה יבא כלל הולך אחרי מייקל. סילס ויהיה בסופיק, אלתרבה וואנט פלייסס מייקל, we could be Michael to eat such a cookies. To, to sum it up is that if you have a cookie which has letters on top of the cake, lechola dais, the Altareba holds its osar. To eat a Jack and Jill cookie which is in the cookie, it's engraved the letters. We have a stira between the Altareba in the Chespaisach and the Chashabas. Even though it's not 100% clear that even in the Chashabas, the Chespaisach also is machmer, but let's assume here is machmer. But maybe Hilcha Shabbos is later. And since we have a Sufik, and it's Eisid Rebunan, Haloich Achara Maitl. So you could be lenient and eat a cookie which has engraved the letters inside. Okay, we're going to stop here. And please join us next week again and send in the, que- the questions to inbox at anash.org. Good night and have a wonderful week.